Ezekiel 9.4 is fascinating. And if you want to turn there with me, I want to read to you something because I want you to see something uh, that might help some of you and encourage you, especially those of you that are going on to do great exploits for the Lord uh, as missionaries. Um, Ezekiel is a hard-to-understand book. Uh, this, is, uh, this is God showing a drone view of the coming Babylonian destruction of Jerusalem. And before, you know, God's looking down, and before he allows the city of Jerusalem to be destroyed, look what he does. He says in verse 4, And the Lord said to him, Go through the midst of the city, throughout the midst of Jerusalem. Now look at this. Put a mark on the foreheads of the men who sigh and cry over all the abominations done within it. Wait a minute. Only God knows what everybody is thinking and feeling at once. Nobody else. Demons can't even read our minds. The word demon in Greek, daimon, means intelligence. A demon is an intelligent spirit. And we'll see it in chapter 9. They can go through walls. They're exceedingly powerful. They're very smart. They know all the languages of the world. If a child can learn a language in one year, you know, kids listen and play and put everything in their mouth, and they're learning their language. They learn so fast. And look at this mark on the forehead. This is a description of what sealing is. God sees us, knows who is truly born again because he saves us, and the Holy Spirit coming upon us is like a mark. You know, the beast puts a mark, forehead or, or uh, hand. He, that's Satan just copying what God already does. Every one of us are sealed. We're marked by the Holy Spirit. And the devil and demons and, and all the powers of darkness, principalities and powers and all that, they know who's who. And that's what we need to have, a boldness. Not, not thinking that, that we can you know, run around like you see some of these crazy people do on television you know, and bind the devil. Michael, the archangel, did not dare to speak against Satan. Satan is the most powerful being ever created, still is. And Michael knows order and rank, and Gabriel and the rest. But you know what they said? The Lord rebuke you. That's in the book of Jude. The Lord rebuke you. We can rebuke through the Lord and ask him to protect us. And that's what this is about, and you can read it. It's all in your notes. The, the Holy Spirit signs his servants. If you notice what it says in chapter 7, back to Revelation now, uh, chapter 7, verse 3, he says, uh, until we have sealed the servants of God on their forehead. What, what this speaks of is this sealing is like what I call the signature of God. It's kind of like Banksy. You ever heard of Banksy, the graffiti guy, you know, and he's well-known, and, and he, he has this street art, you know, he does all kinds of crazy stuff. When you have a Banksy, if it's a real one, a verified one, or any other, you know, a Da Vinci or a Van Gogh or a Monet, they have to have this, this authentication because there's a lot of fake art. That's what God's doing here. He's signing and sealing and protecting and authenticating. And that's what we see going on in here. Now, to know what he does in believers, look at 2 Corinthians 1. And it says, The promises of God, verse 20, in him are yes, and in him are amen to the glory of God. Now look at verse 21. Now he who establishes us with you in Christ and hath anointed us as God, now here's the key, who also has sealed us 
and given the Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. Do you know that word guarantee? It's the Greek word arabon, which is the word for an engagement ring. The Holy Spirit is an engagement ring that seals us and keeps us until our wedding day when we finally get to see Jesus face to face and when we see him, we will be like him because we see him as he is. So that's an important verse. And so the Holy Spirit seals his servants. The Holy Spirit then secures his servants. We are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation. Jude uh, 24 and 25 says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence. He is able to secure us all the way. So this sealing process, back to Revelation 7, basically, look what it does by the time we get to verse 17. Jesus, the lamb is in the midst of the throne, Revelation 7, 17, will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of water and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Basically, what Jesus is doing with the 144,000 as a group is what he does with us as individuals. Jesus is our good shepherd. He's the one that gives his life for the sheep. Jesus is the one who gave himself to be our propitiation for our sin. Jesus is the one that offers to us living water. Look at verse 17. He leads them to living fountains of water. Now, this fountains of living water reminds me of what it says in John 7. 37, 38, and 39. Jesus said, whoever believes in me, out of them will flow rivers of life-giving water. Did you know that the moment we got saved, you and I become like a fire hydrant? We have the infinite, eternal, all-powerful God of the universe through the Holy Spirit that flows out of us. 